0: Welcome to Hut22 and unbelievably this is episode number 10. So um, it's uh, yeah it's all going quite well I think. So uh, just to give you a little bit of context today uh, it's quite warm and sunny. I've got blue skies here. Uh, It's feeling you know it's feeling like a lovely June day and uh, as I'm completely loaded up with pollen Um, I clearly know (laughs) what's going on out there but anyway um, my guest today uh, is another friend of Skiros that I've never met, I've only encountered through uh, the the Facebook page of the last year and um, yeah so I'd like to welcome Graham, hi Graham. Hello Paula. How are you?
1: Not too bad here and similarly sun is uh, shining, everything reminds me of being your on Skiros, whether it's in the town or uh, uh, in you know, in the seats. So I've been to both.
0: Yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, definitely makes you feel a bit better, doesn't it? Seeing a blue sky out there, <laughs> even if I'm having to work as well. But anyway, um, so tell me all about your experiences of Skiros. How many times have you been? What took you there? Well,
1: I've been seven times Skiros, uh five times Skiros Centre, twice to at Sitza, though in one of the times at Skiros Centre, because uh, I mean I used to go in between inns of late May. They had fewer people generally. So at Sitzer allowed some of us to stay stay down one night and we joined the walk back to to the town. So that was you know that was actually my first experience of actually staying at Sitzer apart from of course those uh, cross trips that are always organized. Yeah.
0: Okay. So you've walked from at Sitzer into Skiros. So that's quite a trek, isn't
1: it? That's right, and and the other way as well. Yes, yeah. uh, it's quite it's quite a nice walk. I mean, one or two places are a bit rough, but uh, there's some lovely uh, hilly things. And there's a particularly beautiful one. It's usually just near Skirroch Town. You come out, so you know, sorry, you come out of the town, and you go into this sort of ravine where there's a lovely stream and everything like that. And then you you move up, and then there's this this very very old little chapel. Uh, you go in, and it's got some lovely icons in it.
0: Yes, it's beautiful. I, I went into the chapel the last time actually. We did um kind of evening walk. Um, we went to the chapel, a few people gathered around and um, said a few words, read a few poems. And then on the way back, uh, we looked at the night sky and tried to identify what was going on up there. It was lovely.
1: Yeah, I mean, you like, don't have the light pollution, do you? That's in if you're out there and um, yeah. you know
0: it is incredible actually and of course now we've got um very clever apps and we, i've got one on my phone where you just point it at the sky and it tells you what the constellation is that's right above your head
1: <laughs>
0: but, yeah perfect yeah so what took you to skiros in the first place
1: um the mix i mean i first heard about skiros about uh, six seven years before i went into the festival of mind body spirit in london which uh, that takes place in May, actually, and uh, I've just picked up a little brochure about it, and uh, you know, the mention of courses, doing writing, um, you know, it's one of those, and I didn't do much. Uh, Dina says that this is quite a common experience for if people: pick it up, don't do anything, then suddenly comes through. And I mean, I mean, I I was working then in banking, uh, yeah, and it was increasingly uh, becoming a dead end job, dead end job, and not really enjoying. Um, I was writing poetry. I'm going to creative writing uh, evening classes, and um, and then just happened one evening because um, I've joined also poetry society. We had a um, quite a well-known poet named George Certis down with his wife and uh, a friend of mine who was uh, um, <coughs> with me said she was she was going out on holiday in Mission Greece and did it did it fit in and uh, uh, and I said was that Skiros and she said oh yes and then. And George Curtis mentioned about Hugo Williams often going as well. Anyway, because I was you know, feeling, and in fact, burnt out as mm-hmm. Dean Singh, I enrolled. My first Skiros was in 2001. Uh, facilitators at the Skiros Centre was Michael Eales, uh, also Sue Townsend, and uh, also somebody else called Virginia Scott, who was doing about assert- um, assertiveness and self-confidence. I mean, mm-hmm. Sue was obviously doing writing, and Michael was did his Working With Dreams.
0: Oh wow! Sounds lovely. So, you um, w- was that a bit of a turning point for you then? Did that was was it a contributory factor for you changing direction, or
1: um... it was um, you know, I'm so major one, it's a major one, f- fulfilling, um, you say myself because I mean I've had a long interest uh, in psychology, and I when I started reading Jung in my teens, and uh, I know some people find reading Jung direct is is difficult. I've never found it just for some reason. Uh, and I got interested in a lot of transpersonal and humanistic psychology through it. But yes, I mean, I mean, with Mike, Michael on the dream, when we do that, um, you, you, for those who haven't been on it, what Michael does in part of it, um, you obviously li- lie down and you, he um, plays some music, puts you into a sort of um, state where you actually dream and you dream your life stream and you work with that through the course. And I had a dream of an underwater garden. Nothing, nothing actually cropping. And, um, you know, I've later on um, come into studying images. And as I've looked back on that image, something has emerged out of the water and there's a whole house being built uh, outside, outside and above the water. So, uh, yes, it was um has been transformation like that yes oh wow!
0: so it wasn't it wasn't anything you know <laughs> as literal as you you um you should be doing marine biology or anything like that so or become a mermaid or anything it was it was a bit more <laughs> profound than that wow <laughs> well
1: yeah. i suppose it's that one of being uh, going into the unconscious and bringing things mm. out of it which of course is the psychotherapy bit and because i i you know went on various courses following in the following years and uh almost got there was a 25th anniversary of Skiros the following year party and I mean I've been to Skiros that day as well mm. and I almost got to meet Dina sort of yeah it's almost like that uh, West Side Story moment of looking across uh, the room No, you know not quite romance but uh, it's like lit. and I didn't get to meet Dina for about uh, well then the third year when I when I was returning home back at the uh, Port, Dina was actually coming on in, but of course didn't didn't meet her then because uh, then then the following year I got to meet her, oh, okay. and uh, and it's funny. First thing was she, she said, "Do I know you?" And it's a strange thing. And it turned out not. Quite quickly, we're actually talking about Jung, and Dina said to me, she often gets that feeling with people she's going to do a lot of work with. Uh, uh, gets that, "Do I know you?" That feeling, and I mean. I haven't been to Skiros since about uh, 2008, you know, but the, you know, when I stayed on the island about three weeks, more weeks after that week at Cica, Um But I've been working with Dino to training in image work a, a lot in that time. And it's all, you know, been all part of that whole process. And and I was made redundant uh, about the time I, just, before, just, just before I went last time out to Skiros, so, but I've been working towards that. Um, so it's been a whole process of emerging, and my, my own self-emerging through all that.
0: Ah, that is so inspiring because, um, so I did my first uh, image session with Dina last week um, and I had no expectations. I mean, I, I kind of, you know, this sounds awful to admit, but I am one of those people who will read the headlines of something and think that sounds good, but not always read the detail.
1: Mm-hmm. So,
0: um I had no expectations wasn't entirely sure quite what I was going into and have to say that probably of all the things that I've done in the last you know six or eight months or so that was that has had the most impact on me it was amazing yes. um yeah it just <laughs> yeah almost to the point where it's quite difficult to exactly describe exactly what happened and why it was so amazing but um I definitely felt um I, I'd describe myself as feeling quite light and actually um much calmer as a consequence last and even now I can think, you know, actually having done however long it was, a two hour session maybe. Mm. Um I I feel uh I feel like a bit more at peace, you know, that what will be will be. And Nothing has done that before, <laughs> so I know this isn't about me, but you know, I, I am quite blown away by that. And then obviously, I was kind of talking to my demos last week about um picking up the counseling, which is something I've been toying with. And you came back and said you've never regretted it, which uh is, is really encouraging,
1: mm. yes. I mean, and, and I spent a long time sort of resisting it as well. And first, going excuse me, I mean, in that waking with dreams, for us, I remember having a feeling as well, uh. Um, oh, no, I'm going to have to talk about myself. I'm, I mean, I was sort of expecting a, a, some sort of slightly intellectual thing, talking about dream. Oh, this, this is what Jung says. This is what Freud says. This is what has uh, been done since. But, yeah. of course, it turned out it was actually act, actively moving into your dreaming process. Uh, or, oh, I mean, Dina does it. Yeah. Um, he's actually doing the same thing. I mean, um, Michael explained to you we know, enter a certain place place of our consciousness where we're able to receive things from a deeper level um, and it's in um, hopefully a safe environment mm. do some of that in um, in counseling therapy as well and, you know sometimes there's a lot of talking through as well because I mean image work is a very powerful process uh, as well it can really stir things up as well mm. but uh, um, it's best not to go completely there um, until you're ready and mm-hmm. also the thing I found is the psyche sends you always sends you what you need. So if it sends you an image, I mean, if it was an image uh, of a boat, um, you know, Zena takes you around the image at various things like that, so, certain things, and even if you don't, but then later on you suddenly realize, oh, uh, that's how I, I cross problems in life, maybe, you know, maybe all sorts of other things, and then you suddenly realize that there's something else going on as well, so there are all sorts of levels going on.
0: Uh. It's fascinating, isn't it? And I could see some parallels as well with the work that Teresa does. With um, you know, she does quite a lot of imagery stuff, doesn't she? And um, and with colour as well, in particular. Uh, and I could, yeah, I could definitely see some parallels there in kind of what comes out when, um, perhaps, when you're least expecting as well. I guess.
1: That's um, right. Yeah, you know, it's it's all there. But you know, how how ready are you at a certain point to? I mean, this is actually, you know, sometimes when you draw things. The fingers do the talking, and uh, you can get it as well. And the, it, there are all sorts of ways it, it comes through. I mean, Dina talks about how images come in different different ways. I mean, a lot of us visual, see them visually. I, I see quite a few of mine. Mm. Sometimes they come in other ways, just by smells. Or sometimes, I mean, Dina says so she doesn't actually see things visually. i I've I, I described that as way well. she intuits them. And I found sometimes it happens that way as well. So, you know, we've all got these capacities to do all of these things, but we use some more than others. That's all. That's basically it.
0: Yeah, yeah, and we have to be open to it, don't we? Oh yes. Yeah. So you're now um, you're you're a practicing therapist. That's that's your job. That's your career now. Is that
1: is that that's, right? That's that's right. Yes. I mean, you know, gradually. I mean, it was then. You know, I had a huge little bit, more frightened of being doing it, and it was actually doing one of Dina's practitioner courses where I went through the fear, and then I posted the application off, and uh, all that all that follows, and. Oh, wow. And I still attend, she does an annual retreat for image work and she started somewhere in Italy. And I, I haven't yet been to Italy, but uh, I reg, you know, regularly attend one. And of course, the retreat is not going to happen this year. It's going to happen next year as well. So, But uh, yeah. it's, it's ongoing. And I hope get to get back to Skiros because I love the place. I love the island as well. It's, uh, it I is mean,
0: interesting, isn't it?
1: That's right. Around, oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, both sides. I mean, the thing I love about Skiros Town, Skiros Centre, is you know that, that strange little town that you sort of uh off, when you first get there you can't find your way around and yet uh, there's all those layers of history going going on back you know the ancient greeks i mean the monastery think about it's built on an old uh, temple to Dionysus. um on the hill beside it there's a little penned off area and there's an old temple of apollo and i i love that ancient greek history i used to love going through athens because of that and couple Of times I ended up giving people a little mini tour of the Parthenon, actually, if if there was time as well. So, uh,
0: oh, okay, oh, well, you're a good person to know then. The next time we, <laughs> we rock up at Athens, okay, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I um uh I went to Athens oh years ago as part, I think I was interrailing actually, and um, just found it really just hot and overwhelming and busy, and you know, just too much going on. But the mm. last time I went back to Skiros, I had a couple of days on my own, actually, and um, and just got myself lost in Athens. And it was just amazing. You know, you kind of one minute you're in the, the heart of the city, aren't you, with all the shops and the buzz that's going on. And literally kind of five minutes around the corner, there is, you know, you, you're actually in kind of, I suppose, proper Athens. And um, yeah, just it is an amazing city. I can see so much more to it than lots of people and, <laughs> and lots of heat so yeah
1: well, well i suspect every big city has uh both its beautiful and its uh awful parts you know mm-hmm. and yeah as t- when we're tourists we tend to visit the you know the beautiful parts for obvious reasons but yeah, uh, yeah it is and, yeah, and it's all part of that greek vision of course that uh scares me i mean it's like the old for me it feels like the old gods are still there on the island and of course out even there with the wilds out uh, more, more in the wild at Seitzer as well. You know, it's a different par- part of it as well.
0: Definitely, definitely. So you're hoping to go back? Um, yes, I tried. But you've been quite busy and very active with the Friends of Skiros, haven't you, over the last uh, year or so?
1: Yes, I did. It was great. it was actually wonderful. I suddenly saw <coughs> the thing your Christine's invite, and uh, so put myself in, and it's been great. I mean. One or two, well, Michael. I mean, he's been on, th- been course director on three of them, so it was great to reconnect with, great uh, with him. You he's, he's a great character, fascinating person as well, and of all his interests and everything like that as well. And you know, in those those early days, I was going as a poet, and then uh, I offered a uh, doing a to do a poetry writing course, and that's doing that. I'm actually doing, as we're recording this week, my first image work uh, um, as a practitioner. Um, with an image work exercise I devised, uh, it'll probably be history by the time goes out, but uh, it's one I, I devised for, with Dina, we had a, had a thing called the Image Work Association for a few years, and... Uh, um, I, I devise some of my own exercises. I mean, one of the great things about Dina's book about exercises, she's a, amongst other things, you know, people point out she's very intuitive, which she is. Mm-hmm. She's also a great technician, actually, as devising these exercises and everything like that. Which and um, great starts with that, how you get into it, also how you get out of it. So it's a, it's, it's a very good learning. Oh yeah, she's a she's a brilliant teacher in all, on all sorts of levels. Um.
0: Okay. Okay. So I look forward to seeing that. And you've, um, I think you're also a regular at the Creative Coffee Club. Is that right?
1: That's right. Yes. It's, mm-hmm. uh, that's you know, like lo- you know, lots of you know, creative people all in different ways. M- mainly people seem to be, um, offering artistic. But you know, there's some writing and everything like that. And people try, people try things. I have even put a couple of my own, uh, uh artworks, uh, such as they are, um, up. But I mean, that's the whole point about creative. The I mean, first thing you've got to somehow find that material out of you i mean yes maybe you revise it but you've got to get it out i mean that was a thing i was taught by one of the another facilitators in writing joyce dunbar who's a children's writer she said the first thing you have to do is actually write the stuff and get it out of you before you and then you know, then maybe you start looking or oh, perhaps that that you know different word there works if i want to communicate oh, yeah so different if you want to publish yeah. if you want to publish you probably want to communicate something so you do need the feedback of how you're going to communicate it but uh, of course what you want to carry is also the energy of that original uh, creation
0: yeah no that's true i've joined uh, virginia's writing groups actually this this last year um and it's true isn't it you you start kind of with a blank piece of paper thinking mm, i've got nothing um and yeah you you just fine-tune it don't you as you as soon as you get something down you've got something to work with
1: that's, that's yeah. right yeah and I mean, it me, I mean, I was, I was, always put some on the, uh, when I'm doing these um, writing groups, you know, poetry writing groups here, uh, you know, um, if you think nothing's coming, just you know, as an American poet called William Stafford used to say, well, if I'm no good on a day, I, he'd write a poem a day and said, if I'm no good, I just lower my standards. <laughs> and it's if you think of standard, what also is a standard, you know, the Romans used to have a standard, it was the thing that the Legion would uh, be ashamed of if it lost, they had to defend the, standard uh and that's a little bit like with writing that's about lowering the center put it down stop defending yourself let it come out
0: ah brilliant word association that's really yeah interesting yeah okay so um, so aside from being uh, actively involved with Francis skier stuff over the last year how has lockdown been for you
1: well it's been a mix i mean i mean i've been at home looking My ageing parents, you know, they're in their nineties and uh, my father had a stroke a couple of years ago and uh, it has affected uh, certainly his capacity for communication and uh, to be able to do things. So I've been looking after them. Uh, Like all things, you love your parents, but sometimes it gets wearing in that time as well. uh, I have to deal with that. But uh, I mean, obviously I've been doing that in therapy. I mean, lockdown came. I was just beginning to get, uh, my practice was just beginning to build up and then I lost one client straight away, and uh, yeah, well, it, was, it was a sort of shock. How's it going to come? Because you're always waiting for it to come. Yeah. But gradually, I've been building up a practice, uh, therapy practice, and some I hope to be seeing. Um, well, it's, it's getting, it seems that it's a rolling back and back, but uh, my current target is probably end of July, early August, uh, seeing some of them back in London. And I can even do things on, on Zoom from, from the, the therapy rooms as well and right. you know, okay, I have to, okay I have to pay the pay the room rent but uh, there are advantages of doing it that doing your zoom ones there as well because you don't have uh, not that I've had interruptions but you don't just don't get the interruptions of the home in a when people come to a place
0: yeah sure yeah okay so you don't you don't do it from your home base you you do it from elsewhere
1: well I do my zooming at the moment from home I've got a place mm-hmm. I can just which is what well, it's just basically especially it's the noises of the house you know if you've got if you've got somebody in you know say a builder in and they're hammering outside it can be oh. a bit bit intrusive <laughs> uh, uh <laughs> when oh, nice. somebody's talking about their uh, their you know some some rather horrible event that happened to them earlier on so uh <laughs> that's a uh, this sort of advantage of doing it away. and it's a bound, boundary issue it's nice to be away from the home to talk about these things so it's a uh, you know, it separates you, like the work from work from in. Though doing therapy is something I enjoy doing as well. You know?
0: Yeah, yeah, that no, sounds great. It sounds like you've you've kind of found your niche, found the thing that that's you.
1: I'm certainly looking like it, and still writing, um, still writing the poetry, and got been very creative over the past. Uh, you know, it's been another thing, very creative over the past time. I mean, last year I wrote more poems than I usually wrote in about uh, two or three years.
0: Uh, and do you, are you do you have any of them published? Do you?
1: I, I've got a book out, which is even available on Amazon, uh, called "Meeting My Inners." Uh, title poem. Actually, was one I actually wrote. Uh, um, it was about on the third year. Uh, I wrote it for the cabaret. yeah, uh, you know, I've worked on it in certain ways and things like that to make it a bit tighter. But uh, it's essentially the same poem. And I, and my college had its anniversary. I, I rearranged the words a little bit and titles to capture all my. training course as well and uh, it's a comic poem but it captures that sort of bit of the skiros you when you're doing this sort of deep stuff it's often being done in a way that hopefully is fun you know Mm. you're more relaxed you have uh, other activities to, so you can um come out of it you know talk about all the crying yeah but there's also a huge amount of laughter as well that goes Uh on yeah
0: Uh, absolutely is isn't there? yeah yeah Yeah. that's quite key isn't it you i think if you'd you know, if you went away for a week and, and all you did was weep and um, you know, kind of <laughs> look too inward, I think you wouldn't go back, would you? But it's that lovely balance of uh of being able to to laugh at yourself as well, isn't it? You know, and actually Ooh, sure. and try things out. You know, you mentioned the cabaret and the opportunity in such a supportive environment to experiment a bit is fantastic.
1: Yeah, it is. I mean, you know, yes, it's a place you can both laugh and cry, which I think is interesting that, that you can do both as well, mm-hmm. because we get told, be cheerful. Don't, uh, well, well, sometimes you need to you know, just get it out a little bit to help you. And you know, Scare Us allows you to do that as well, which is one of the things that's uh, great about it as well.
0: Yeah, it does. Yeah. Yeah, it means so much, doesn't it? to So many, so many people. But actually there is such a common thread as well that the experience that we have won't be the same but it's very similar
1: yes i mean everyone's it's like between skiros center and things. everybody has a sort of reaction if they've been at one to the other it seems to happen you you'd think uh, you'd think you know it's a choice between heaven and hell but it, it actually <laughs> actually is it isn't uh, i mean oh, yeah, i did have it a little bit my like first time it's very nice you know i like that um, but, but then not for me, but then gradually, you know, as I developed, you know, there are other parts, of, uh, you know, there may be certain ways you can express yourself better in one or the other, but uh, they are, you know, they, they both have uh, wonderful things to offer, and I wouldn't want to be without either.
0: No, no, it's it's good. And I i went to the house, I think, the first time just for a visit, you know, when you could go to the, the town for the day, and um, and I think probably I had a similar reaction because I wasn't really sure because it's felt much freer and much more um i suppose because of it's you know literally you open the door and you can see the sea, um yeah. that felt much more comfortable to me but i also think that i could see the benefit in the, the some of the courses at, at the in skiros town are much more um, focused aren't they? they you know they're they're you know you're not you're flitting about a bit less i suppose um yeah. and i could see that from a kind of particular therapeutic perspective that maybe that that would work much better. So yeah, so I'm open-minded to what happens in the future because I think I'd like to try both really.
1: Oh yeah, I mean, but you know, then there are other ways you can put your free yourself. I mean, did I one year I went to Apocryos or the Goat Festival? Uh, one year I didn't actually stay. There was actually one going on in um, Skerries Town. That's how I met the poets, Hugo Williams on the plane out to to the island uh, um, to travel both boat, done boat both boat and plane yeah. um, and but you know I, sta- I stayed with I mean she's not known as Reiki Jan and I got um, I've been gone up to level two Reiki uh, from there and you know, uh, she used to be associated with Skiros less uh, well when I first met her she was doing an in- internet cafe she's now does, does, does a sort of retreat there and that's when I stayed I stayed with her after my last time on the island uh, and there's yes the beach and everything. then you find as you go on the beach you can go up further in one direction or another and you find there are so many other things uh there that i never discovered the island it has its own sort of ways of doing things i mean yeah and you're, you're very near i mean you can still hear the goats in the town you wake up in the morning sometimes there are the goats or something like that uh, you can walk down to a stream and there are tortoises in the in the stream swimming wild ones i've ne- never seen that uh before and uh, so there there are ways, you, you know, ways you're doing it i mean Again, as a writer sometimes it's, you know, if you're staying at scarce town you have your own apartment or, mm. or share with one person um the apartment's a better place slightly better place than it seeks to, to get away with because you just not let um there's less bustle so it's just it' it is, it is different different courses for different horses
0: absolutely yeah of course yeah definitely yeah no it's, it's something to to think about well i just yeah i just hope we can all get to to return soon and um we keep talking about what this version of normality might look like. But, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> I think um, I, I'm guessing that the sense certainly of community that has developed with Friends of or so over the last a year or so, actually most of us have got returning in our sights, if not this year, next year.
1: That's, I, I suspect so, yes. I mean, <laughs> um, you know, I may mean, not get there this year, but I mean, I'm hoping to get, at least get to the first time down to the Isle of Wight One way you have a few days, few just even just a few days uh, doing that. Again, that's the other part of secure, which I mentioned is community. You you make friendships with people. uh, You know, some last don't last a long while. Some. Also, and even if it's just that two weeks, it is that connecting with people, community. Because we you know we're we're neither separate, completely separate entities, or or completely part of a community. We're a mixture of both at different times, and, you know, and they inter they they play out against each other. And that's mm-hmm. one of the things we do with Skiros. And again, it's all, and it's done done with a lot of a lot of fun and laughter as well, which is how mm-hmm. you. Yeah what we need it's, it's the joyful things that get us uh, get us up and moving it's not uh, feeling everything's miserable
0: no absolutely yeah yeah you, ha- you have to have something to look forward to don't you yeah That's right. I so. yeah and i'm quite taken with this notion that i think a few people have talked to you over the last few weeks when i've been doing the podcast. you know they've been referring to this sort of sense of tribe
1: um,
0: you know knowing who your tribe is and being drawn to a tribe and um yeah, the more I kind of realise that that's what's happening, the more I'm aware of it in other aspects of life as well, you know, mm-hmm. that there are particular tribes that, you know, you just don't want to be a part of. Um, right. And there are others which draw you in. So, it, yeah, it's it, it's fascinating, isn't it? I think we've all been on some kind of journey in the last, the last year, if it's not been um, necessarily directed by friends of Skiros, but I think yeah, there's been quite a lot of that, hasn't there?
1: That's right. And I think with communities as well, we all, I mean, it's one Dina often talks about, we all need our communities rather than, you know, security provides one. And of course, you sometimes get these little subgroups, you know, sometimes the mm. courses uh, help create. But, you know, um, it's true of our friends and communities. You know, maybe you get something from one community, but there's something you can't share with them, but you can get that Bits you can't share there with another one, and maybe you can't sh- share what, what you could at the previous one so so mm-hmm. they're both valid in you in you as well
0: absolutely yeah yeah no that's that's right, so what I don't know is whereabouts in the u k are you
1: I'm in Seven Oaks in Kent uh, okay which is about uh, twenty miles outside the centre of london
0: okay oh, so that's that's a good good place to be yeah,
1: yeah. it is' not easy for commuting up to London for where I've done done most of my practice, though, so, like everyone, more of it will be done on Zoom as well. You know. mm. But uh, I see a Zoom as being an, an expansion, not uh, uh, a replacement.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think we, we, at work, we certainly have been referring to it as this kind of blended offer now, you know, a bit of face-to-face and a bit online and, and seeing what works, you know, that sometimes some things don't really work, but but a lot of stuff actually does. And so long as you don't spend too much time in front of a, um, <laughs> a screen, you're probably OK.
1: That's right. And we're only beginning to see there may be some things that are better done on Zoom. I mean, over therapy, one of the things that a lot of people are finding research is sometimes people get faster to disclosing things uh, if you do it on Zoom than one to one. Yeah, you know, there are things you uh, better you can do. You can't really do things like bodywork or anything like that mm-hmm. uh, via Zoom. No, there are ways, or with the same intensity. But uh, so it, uh, different things, different ways of doing things. Uh, and you know, the more we find, the more we, more ways ways we can help people. You know, mm. enjoy ourselves.
0: Yeah. No, you're absolutely right. I mean, I, as I was saying, I started my um, counselling or well, the instructions counselling this week. Um, oh. And I had been, so I've done, a, I've already um, trained as a workplace coach and uh, people that are doing the coaching qualification at the moment are saying how difficult they're finding it on um, the whole course has been delivered over the last year on Zoom. And I kind of thought I can see that because A lot of the course that I did, um, so I did a um, a post-grad coaching course, a lot of it was actually getting up and walking around and um, engaging in different ways with people. And I thought, yeah, I could see that. And so I was a little bit nervous about whether the counselling online, how that would work. But actually, aside from the fact that the tutor is, is very good, we connected very quickly.
1: Yes, I mean, there is that way. I mean... I mean, I'm I'm actually counselling a a current student at my co- college, and uh, he's had to do most of so far. his on. you i going to things like lectures. Well, you can you can do those online uh, quite easily. But yeah, uh, you know, some of the some of the activities uh, some work, but some some less so. It's uh, um, and and you know, they're now in, you know thinking about which ones do they keep on uh, uh do they do they do online and which ones uh, do they so perhaps. Uh, say oh we can only do that on uh, um you know if people are present yeah. um yeah. physically there
0: yeah well it's I a mean, brave new world out there isn't there,
1: <laughs> it is that's right yes we don't we don't know exactly what it's going to be like i think i think you know we are going to see some changes but uh probably we won't realize how much things change until about 10 years time or something like that
0: so um i like to sometimes ask a couple of kind of wicked questions before i say goodbye so um so uh given that uh yeah, we, we're in this kind of new world. So um once you do get back to skiros and um have you got any thoughts about what what course or what it is that you would really you know, have you got a burning desire for something you really want to do when you get back there?
1: I mean, I'll be thinking um at you know perhaps doing something at Sitza if they do not have something like canoeing or uh maybe wind sailing i'm i'm a little bit clumsy with physical things but it'd be uh fun to try it out and, and you know sometimes uh once you get through the clumsiness you can get past it so, uh, so it'll be something like that
0: oh, okay so something really outdoorsy and sporty maybe
1: possibly yes I try it. yes
0: oh that sounds good fun well, well i hope you get to do that and um uh so if if you were at the and um you know the the sun's going down and we're all kind of you know we're all, we've all um, gelled very quickly, is there anything that might get you on the dance floor as well, Graham?
1: <laughs> are you are you talking about a piece of music or yeah, the, or the yeah, people what, with that? Uh, yeah, which, what, you know, very often what gets me on. I'm my you know my main love in music is classical music, where uh, you can dance to some of it, but it's not <laughs> always that easy to. <laughs> But, uh, but you know, it's on the people that get me on on the dance floor. Okay. Actually, I was suddenly thinking when I heard that um, this has happened at Skiros Centre um, one evening because I mean this is where you do some of the dancing that you know we have to you know music for that. But sometimes you ask them the night, it seems I don't know whether it's just the they, they it's that's those mad people from ski, uh, from the from the Centre, <laughs> um, or is it just what they do? Actually, I think it is a little bit what I do in the in the in the tavernas, and bars, yeah, you know, people said do sometimes dancing, you know, where it's Greek or something else. And um, one of the nights, suddenly, we all got dancing to um, the first track of um, Miles Davis. Is kind of blue. Um, okay. It's a. Um, I can't think of the name of the, the um, what it's called. Called actually, uh, I think ain't necessarily so or something like that. But it's a uh, uh, be that. Yeah, we all suddenly started dance, dancing to that. Actually, as a and was one, having, having feeling, having that, you know, like Miles Davis and John Coltrane, wonderful musicians, uh, channeling whatever they do through their music to us as we dance to it and express it.
0: Oh, what a lovely memory! Oh, that's great. Okay, so um, thank you, thank you so much. It's been lovely to chat to you today, and thank mm. you so much for your time, Graham. Um, yes. i really do hope you get to um you know get to get out there on the windsurf or get canoeing before very long
1: mm. um, i've heard, realized the track was called so what that was it
0: so what okay i will check very, that one out
1: very serious actually letting things out <laughs> so what <Yes.
0: laughs> it is yeah
1: okay well, thank you Paula.